And glad to be with you. It's Discoverous Podcast. Let's go ahead and start uh, finding out what's happening. So we're uh, in the internal community and society and uh, bringing that into a trustworthy uh, resource-rich world and finding out what that's like. And I'm feeling the difference physically. And that that resource is um, yeah, it's starting to uh, have an effect on um, everyone in the the internal community here. Yeah, it feels good. It's warmth and nourishment and things like that. And the, um, the built-in characteristics of uh, this trustworthy environment are uh, becoming apparent. And uh, yeah, this this nourishment seems to be one of them. And not knowing what will happen next. There's that one. And how um, most things happen are happening non-verbally. And that's uh, that's always a thing. It's just a maybe a little more apparent here. And being uh, freshly, freshly revealed to uh, to oneself and to others, and that's happening all at once, but also one at a time for the different individuals and groups in uh, internal society. What's happening here? Yeah, there's a general sense of, I don't know the word for it, it's like goodwill or there's just a little more room or a little more. I suppose grace is the word traditionally. Meaning that, that others aren't aren't as annoying as usual and that things just aren't as hard as they usually are. It's a little more wiggle room than usual. Yeah. That kind of thing. So I'm just uh, following what 
that's like and how it's happening here. Yeah, and the um, the big passions, the big impulses. Yeah. The places that are normally scary or um, risky, risky socially. Yeah. There's a little more daylight and um, and uh, understanding for those things. Oh uh, yeah, and the um, the risk of something new happening and of joining into that is um, more evenly distributed here. It's uh, yeah, it's more fair. And there are some roles that um, are usually shielded from that. And uh, here that is revealed. And we're finding out what that's like. And uh, how everyone else in the society is responding. having an effect, it's like uh, distributing things more equally, something like that. And it's a relief for everyone. Oh, uh, okay. And here, uh, so here in this uh, trustworthy world, the, uh, the safety of everyone is assured. And uh, you don't know 100% that that's the case because you don't know what will happen next. But um, it sure seems that way enough to um, that it's easier to go ahead and risk that and test it. And uh, there is uh, excitement about that. Everyone's safety is guaranteed no matter what. Well, well, in that case, all right, and then uh, survival is then being known as a prime motivator for what everyone in uh, communities is up to. And I uh, 
Oh, I'm remembering now that I have have a cold. Yeah, but kind of freshly. And, um, yeah, there's real interest in that, um, if we're really going to be safe, no matter what happens, then, uh, just what that's, what's that like? Yeah. So a lot of the grumpy, pushing away, testing, being difficult, that kind of thing is uh, happening now. Oh, right, and that tests, um, that tests and reveals the adults or just the others, the peers. The environment. And it's fun to push and uh, act out like that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, interest, <coughs> interest now, excuse me in uh, how a world can work or um, that's such a such a strong and uh, essential thing to do and at the same time there's this quite intricate and fragile web of um, of relationship on which everything's depending um, and that a better world is trying to be built. And then someone can come and just knock it down if they uh, if they want to push back. So what's that like here? Okay, so the <clears throat> the community people are uh, becoming more like the uh, the disruptor people. It's making them mad and wanting to push back. And here that is welcome and um, easy and it um, isn't taking away from the other things that they have built and that they care about and the disruptors are surprised but they like that and that's what they wanted they wanted something to push back against Okay. 
So that's another characteristic of um, of this <coughs> ideal ideal world that, um, that uh, in the insides is uh, real and uh, experienceable, and that is that um, everyone can do all the things, and none of them takes away from the other. And that's another big wow. Uh, like the uh, the earlier one of no one's existence is, is uh, or survival is uh, on the line in the same way. So now a lot of um, a lot of the community is aging down, or um, or their youngest places are um, stepping stepping forward, and yeah. And then this is showing the, um, yeah, what what childcare and parenting is is about. Where it's not just getting through it. You know, children need and keeping them occupied, <clears throat> but children need these um, these moments of uh, of discovery. Where no matter what happens or doesn't happen, it's uh, somehow okay. And uh, yeah, and that reveals the parents as well. And that's valuable to the parents. It's um, yeah. There's a bit of a another aging down to the um, to the infant. And it's that, um, yeah, it was the Christmas season um, not that long ago here. And uh, it's that child, it's uh, a good word for that, child, child sovereign. They have that in all cultures, but just the, uh, the sort of uh, way that a child an infant radiates and kind of is a uh, salutary for everyone around. Yeah, and then this is a like a sovereign figure that is uh, standing and. Seems to want to walk among the people and bless them, or uh, 
Yeah, something's happening there. When that child uh, sovereign was was acknowledged and uh, experienced, there was a an awe. Uh, yeah. Okay. And that's um, something that gets skipped in the modern modern Western world. Yeah. So, uh, what that's like for that to be a thing as well. And the uh, the modern people are pushing back there saying, well, we don't want to be religious. And then others are saying, no, you come be around the, the infant. It's, it actually feels amazing. You don't have to, like, pledge allegiance or anything. But you can get why that was a thing for, for so long in history. And the people now still... Uh, still get value from that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fun, because uh, at any time, the, uh, the two-year-olds can pop out and just kind of start fighting. Okay, and then here it's um, when the two-year-olds start getting into conflict, it's uh, you don't have to uh, rescue them on the one hand or um, ignore them on the other. And they like that. Thumbs up from the two-year-olds. And the, um, the fact of conflict is then uh, revealed or gifted to everyone. But that conflict is an essential thing. Right, and there is the too good to be true. And aspect of uh, this internal trustworthy world that uh, things are normal and uh, accessible here that uh, that aren't in the same way in the uh, external world yeah. just because it's more slow moving and uh, there are different constraints. Yeah, so there's a excitement and okay. The internal world is great. Da 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 Yeah, there's a celebration kind of thing happening. People are dancing and uh, just kind of uh, 
And there's another place that's waiting for this to be over so it can go back to what it wants to do. Yeah, yeah, but I don't really care. And, uh, yeah, let's see about that. Yeah, I guess that could be known on its own terms as well. There's something about, um, it sounds dramatic. It's not really that dramatic, but there is a, a, a death and birth or rebirth, um, the, the fact of that is a uh, is a uh, built in here seems like um, you know it's just every time that you risk kind of joining joining and not knowing what's going to happen and uh, there's a way that that's a, a death of the old or a birth into the new or the language is kind of tired but it's something like that yeah. When things finish, it's it's a loss, and, and that is a a real and complete thing in itself. Yeah. Well, normally that would feel antithetical to a, a celebration time. Yeah. So how's that here? So here, there are a lot of different ways to dance, and uh, yeah, there's a group that's in more of a, I don't know if it's a morning, morning or a, just kind of acknowledging loss mood, you know, they're, uh, they're sitting on their shins, you know, on the ground. Yeah. into uh, into the the facts of that and then out of that they're moving differently there's a different kind of music to it different kind of rhythm and yeah it's very much in a Partnership with the the soil itself, you know, the the real good soil from uh, you know, that that uh, plants come from. Hmm. And that leads to kind of a uh, a black kind of open, sort of empty, pregnant kind of space. Pregnant as in possibility and like a, like a rich, loamy kind of soil. And uh, yeah, just seeing what that's about. Yeah. 
that uh, has its own language and its own yeah, its own kind of thing that it is and maybe wants to share and yeah. So then here to um to go and and uh, find out what that is uh, doesn't take away from all the other things that uh, people are up to. And yeah, that doesn't really make sense. In our, in the, the familiar intellectual framework, but uh, here it's accessible nevertheless. So, so what's this space like? And there's a group that's you know, stickering and uh, a little bit of a heckler kind of thing. So, uh, and they have that, that testing and conflict place. And then other observers are using different strategies to counter them. Doing more of a we're older than you role or a um, shaping things more passively from the shadows or uh, you know turning the larger systemic gears different um, different versions of conflict and uh, I guess just relating and, and this is happening among the um, the observers <clears throat> uh, those with more peripheral interest in what's happening with this big uh, this big empty friendly black space and the conflict relators are continuing on their own yeah so this space feels like um like another version or another layer to um, this environment itself, like a, like a trustworthy environment that has a lot to offer. Okay. And one of the things is for the places that are used to having to hold everything together, And they like that, it makes sense to them. And it's that um, individual view that's, that's happened before on the podcast. Where there's one individual view and that is the world. Like uh, when, you're, when you're three years old. So that is being known here now broadly in society yeah. and even celebrated and this is another angle on that um, that sovereign I guess one version of it is like a ruler 
a king or a queen. Or a, yeah. And that kind of absolute <laughs> rule or, or um, just shaping of the world makes sense there. Is that individual, uh, the individual world grows. And on its own terms, that feels great and makes sense. And the others here can experience that. Okay, so here that is being fully known. And, um, and at the same time, it's, um, it's known as a role play. The, the play is real and uh, and it's both those things ongoing at the same time and they are yeah, yeah getting to know and uh, adding adding to each other yeah. and so letting the sovereign fully become that <clears throat> and everyone else become the the subjects or the you know kind of being led and shaped by the uh, by the sovereign figure is letting that complete. It's a uh, oh, thanks. I just really wanted to do that for some reason. It was, yeah, it's actually kind of great. <clears throat> the rest are saying, yeah, we enjoyed kind of having this big figure that's taking care of everything. And in, in that setting, the, uh, the imbalance of power was, made sense and was great. So. Part of it was the risk then of uh, is the sovereign going to give up the power once it's been given? Um, so, yeah, it didn't end up being a problem, at least this time. So, but that it, it feels like a feature of this, uh, this trustworthy world. <clears throat> that the um, the seriousness and the play are both fully full and uh, that can relate to and, and benefit each other. And since everyone's taking the risk and being more fully known as themselves and in relationship, uh, it's, uh, yeah. The likelihood of a messy outcome is less, and messy outcomes are also their own thing. That's true for everyone. That's a fact, so. And then letting that be known and added more um, explicitly is going to have an effect. And 
well, in what has been built just now. And so that fact is, uh, there's the threat of that and conflict and not wanting that change. And uh, having a border there. And those are uh, facts for everyone. And the whole society is following this. And then the value of um, letting that new thing join and have an effect. And, uh, and the hunch that that's going to add something. And, uh, yeah, that's a thing too for everyone. So there's, there's team borders and there's team open borders and, uh, and what it's like. And both those are here in the same world. Yeah. And then that feels just different and yeah, perplexing. Something that's not, not familiar with that, uh, yeah, most everyone had never thought about before. Wasn't, wasn't on the menu. Uh, so all those is things for everyone and uh, finding out what's happening and testing the trustworthy environment. Can it handle this or does it have limits? Oh, right, and does it withhold its gifts at some point? Do we have to earn the gifts, or is it really just freely inexhaustible? How does that work? And what's happening in the communications and discoveries are... Uh, Nonverbal. And the describing or translating into two words is a, the, the last step here. Yeah. And for the translator, that's, uh, that's nice. The translator doesn't have to know everything or know what they're going to say. So it's more of an adventure and, uh, and particip participating and uh, less of a, of a high pressure job. Yeah. And there's another group now to the side that's, uh, yeah, they're kind of tired and wired and, and goofy. Yeah. So what's, how is it for them here? And another group that's um, critical of them and you know, cranky and kind of denigrating them, talking at them. So when that group can be equally known. Uh, right. 
So here, when a group comes forward um, who's used to limited space and resources, both those groups are now finding uh, plenty of room and resources somehow. But that's one of the, the built-in uh, characteristics of this trustworthy uh, world here. And the uh, the grumpy one has aged down to a uh, to a combative and feisty uh, three year old, more of an animal actually, like a like a kind of a snappy, twitchy sort of uh, animal. So uh, what it's like then to, uh, to have that be a thing. And I think that might be um, right one of those uh, outside distortions. Feels like it might not be uh, be native to to my particular inner world. That's been a thing in, in other podcasts. Uh, you can check and see. And uh, that is another feature of, uh, of this world. That uh, there is uh, an interview that could happen. Then it makes sense. And the, the interview is fair to everyone. But something uh, distorted that uh, uh, I took in at some point from the outside, and that uh, my my inner inner community got into like a relationship with, and uh, and uh, testing whether that can be revealed and uh, fairly for all parties. And uh, accurately. Right. And so there's a... Yeah, there's a familiar... Uh, pattern that's reliable that, that everyone involved has found. Yeah, so some... Some are in the role of... Um, Kind of providing cover or shielding uh, a disturbing thing, and uh, some no more details of what's been happening, and some less. But it's like uh, it's like when there's a scandal, and then people in the in that world have different roles that they've played. You know, some are more complicit, or some are enabling, or some have pushed back and gotten ostracized. Yeah. Some have been uh, more overtly harmed. Some one time, some repeatedly. 
So, uh, so what's it like here for all that to, uh, to be approached? Yeah, and then as that's becoming more known, then the, the larger society responds. And people respond differently in the way they're drawn to. So there are protesters and commentators and people wanting to help in different ways or some people not sure what to do or not a priority is that they're doing other things. But, uh, yeah, the discovery itself is an event and has a gravity to it that is affecting the whole web of the world. Right. So testing here if um, if there really is the capacity to uh, for all of it to be known in uh, in just the right ways. Oh, and there are also those who are saying, "Hey, you know, we don't want to look, or it's a bad idea to go there, or." You know, we're going to wait for later, or we're going to um, keep this uh, classified uh, from the general public. Because that's the, the best move at the, for the time being. And, uh, yeah, then there's pushback against that, and also... Recognition of well, sometimes that is the best, the right move for the time being. And then is this one of those cases, or is there another agenda? Yeah, there are different interests at play. And that, um, that trustworthiness itself can uh, kind of take the lead and, and do the interviewing and, uh, and just sort of um, informing everyone in uh, freshly or, or resourcing everyone in their, uh, their roles around whatever's happening here. Yeah, and there are kids who are talking about it and talking about it with their parents and their teachers and making sense of it in whatever ways. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is that's been revealed. It's, a, it's almost like a a nuclear accident or some kind of leak or something. Yeah. Right, and there's the the decision of 
you know, how how significant is this? Is it something that everything needs to stop and really give it attention? Or, uh, yeah, just assessing what's happening. And when those, those at the center of it are feeling and liking the attention and uh, having influence uh, after, I think, having been ignored and uh, in a bad, uh, a bad situation for a long time, seems like. So then there's there's that anger kind of barking, hissing animal coming out of there. Yeah, so that animal is uh, on a leash or there's some kind of border around it so that it can it can uh, be how it's how it is right now, but uh, uh, not be a physical danger to anyone. Yeah, and there's room for uh, for the people who've been in this uh, in this situation to uh, kind of come out and. Um, Proceed however they want to. So a couple of them feel like talking. Most of them don't. They want to stand and just be revealed and let the world know that something happened with them. And some are starting to, to move and uh, and communicate their experience that way. And others don't want that. They just want to be wrapped in blankets and, and go elsewhere and not have it known publicly. So, oh uh, yeah. And the um, the assumptions of the the, the public are a, a fact too. And this group that's coming out from underground would prefer to um, not have their narratives be written for them, but to be able to tell themselves. And uh, the fact that we that we have narratives about each other also known and a thing for everyone. Teachable moments all around. Yeah. So there's a lot of people uh, coming out from underground through this opening.
I guess, long-term being underground, uh, underground world is a thing. Yeah, the whole thing is uh, kind of being turned over now. It's like a, it's like turning over a log. You know, or, and there's this whole under, underneath, underbelly world that uh, is uh, initially, at least, kind of uh, repulsive, just ugh. And there were some specialists who were interested in that kind of thing. Biologists or artists or little kids who think it's weird but cool. Yeah, and so uh, these developments are continuing and uh, the culture is responding in different ways and things are just continuing on their own. So, so. And uh, yeah, it was that thing of an event that um, gets the culture's attention for a bit and uh, Everyone's affected, and it does some sort of change, and uh, then things move again in more of the regular rhythm. And the um, the um, processing and effect of that then continues. So. Yeah, and as far as the outside distortion goes, um, yeah, some of these, some of these um, um, individuals were have just been so enmeshed with that distortion uh, for so long that it can't just be removed and released right away. Yeah. Yeah, there needs to be some time to uh, kind of figure out what happened and and give uh, give alternative uh, alternatives for for the ones who've been uh, enmeshed with uh, with this distortion, and that's just what they're used to. So, uh, and uh, having it be known that it's been hard and horrible. Um, and that's uh, exposing for everyone. So, just that these kind of um, repeating, horrible nightmare kind of things are uh, are a real thing that that can happen, and that 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 is um, something that could happen with uh, any of us. Whether it just happens to us or it's something we get involved in uh, somehow. And how both of those are 
always related. The thing that happens to us and the thing that we are involved in actively. So, yeah. yeah, so that's having an effect. Yeah, so now it's been floated a, a kind of a public release of that distortion. It's like a kind of wiry box or something. It's a um, Yeah, I'm kind of lifting it up and putting it into the air and uh, having it be interviewed by uh, by this the trustworthiness itself. Yeah. And so the the distortion can become freshly known to itself because it's been in this dynamic and been going on autopilot for a long time. And then some in society are saying, you know, kill it or punishment, punish it. And others are saying, you know, throw it away or lock it up. And others are saying, no, but we have to be um, uh, fair or compassionate to this too. And we don't want to hurt, hurt anymore. We're better than that. We're little kids who are reflexively kind to everything. Yeah, but the so the role of the the trustworthy place itself is that it doesn't have an agenda. Or it doesn't have its own sort of role beyond just being this uh, fair kind of interest. Yeah, just finding out what's happening now. Yeah, it's a real kind of public, society-wide shared experience here. Like, uh, you know, people are grieving as they find out sort of details of whatever horrors happened. Yeah, and just the, the the truth of how these sort of um, uh, harmful, distorted versions of um, relating happen. There's a, a harm, a repeating harm, and a abuse dynamic, and uh, what it's like for the truth of that to be known. That's a thing that that has happened, and. Uh, 
and uh, it's happening now to different degrees. And then the effect of testing if we're still in this trustworthy world and uh, what that's like. Uh, and there's a way that, that you want to experience it on your own and not get help from the from the adults or from the the resources. But then, uh, but then they're also there. And, you know, we're still there for each other, and it's uh, an individual thing, right? And uh, finding out what that is here. And testing each of these things, the individual and uh, the group and the, uh, uh, the, the larger uh, world that, that has these resources. Uh, okay. And that that frozenness is being uh, known now. That that's a thing that happens, and it's a it's a thing for everyone. That sometimes one freezes, just biologically. Oh uh, yeah, and then others are pushing back against that or don't like that and then that's revealed as sometimes we fight or push back or move away from or run from right so freeze fight flight right but uh the people are getting that organically it's, oh okay that's what that's what that is. Fight, flight, freeze, and uh... <clears throat> oh, and then the other one is um, and that's called fold. That's when you're you're actually being eaten by the by the predator, and uh, and there's kind of no going back. go into like a fully passive kind of bliss almost uh, kind of state and that uh, that's a thing that's the natural appropriate response when you're being eaten and uh, yeah something like that And so those being known then is how we respond as animals. To uh, extreme or uh, mortally threatening, threatening kind of situations. And uh, 
And then those, those things can apply to everyone in a different way. <laughs> and having those things be known is really makes a difference for um, for the group that, that we're in this uh, that we're in this harm had this harm experience that it's not just them and that it's not a difference in kind that there could be recognition of uh, their experience in, uh, in more of the, the society. Yeah. And I think that's actually a, a precedent then that there are um, a lot of different kinds of these um, outside distortions. And so that's set a new cultural norm or new cultural knowledge that uh, these things can be known and uh, it's the option for them to uh, uh, to leave and to return or to be returned to uh, where they actually belong. And that they're kind of on autopilot in whatever dynamic they've fallen into, and uh, that they can be interviewed and uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. So they're often confused, or they just kind of find themselves. I don't know how this happened. Disoriented, and and it actually gives them the um, the. Um, the clarity and possibility that they were also lacking. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the cultural knowledge of this is kind of spreading, and we're testing if there is a resource from the trustworthy world here and there are you know workshops and different public service announcements yeah it's a little bit more you know humor about it as it's more known less of a scary unknown thing Oh, now it's even becoming like a trend to have an outside distortion, to have a compelling story. So people who don't have them are feeling left out. That's pretty great. And yeah, okay, it's just being known as a thing. That each dynamic is different, and there's a, a different timetable of how it gets sorted out, and 
then the distortions get released and um, yeah I guess it's a thing but, um, you know most of what we take in is uh, is fine and uh, and good but occasionally something distorted uh, we pick up Yeah, something there's ongoing discovery about how to filter out things that uh, don't belong from things that do. And uh, yeah, when the culture is experiencing uh, resource and resilience and adaptivity. And it feels uh, real and affirming that that's a capacity that we have. And we don't know until until we have to find out. So, uh, but the fact that it's not all on us, that there is this uh, in our own individual, you know, heroism or whatever, that there is this. Uh, this resource and this trustworthiness that is uh, built into this environment itself. Uh, that's a built-in feature here. And that, um, so the premise then of the podcast is that uh, there's this more recent world that has um, all of these features built into it that is um, that are needed for this moment in history, and uh, and that discovering that internally then makes it a little more of a thing externally, and. Uh, that this happens as history continues to happen. And um, that we seem to be in one of those times now where, uh, where a new world or the, the next world is uh, required. And uh, so that's, uh, that's this podcast. And I think we'll leave it there. We can just take another minute as uh, things continue to happen in uh, in our society here. Yeah, and then it's also that the um, that trustworthiness is um, not just something that comes in from the outside, but uh, we also are that, or we have that within us as well. Mm -hmm. 
and that can be a thing if if uh, anyone's interested in that feels like it would be helpful yeah and then just letting that complete And acknowledging that there are changes and it was a, a, a quality adventure. And uh, yeah. All right, and that's complete. All right, well, um, That's it for uh, for this installment of uh, Discoverers Podcast. So, uh, yeah, thanks for being with me. It was good, and uh, and none of this is um, how it's supposed to be for you uh, listening or discovering along. Um, yeah, it's not not right or how it should be. It's just um, just one live example. Um, and uh, you're free to uh, relate with it or make use of it in uh, whatever way uh, is uh, right and helpful for you. So just wanted to add that in closing. Uh, so, uh, yeah, thanks for being with me, and uh, I'll see you next time. Take care.